on demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Do you feel a little crazy doing it? It's about to go down. Perfect. We want to know everything. Dish. Oh, oh. It's talk me out of it. Please. With Kramer and Jess. Mix 106.5. All right. What you are about to hear is the confession of someone that knows that they're possibly going to do something crazy in the near future. And then what do we need everyone's assistance with? We need you to help us either tell them to go for it, because sometimes the craziest ideas are the best ideas, or we need to talk them out of it. This is Anonymous on The Voice Disguiser. Good morning, Anonymous. Hello. Uh, well, what's what's going on? What's this idea you have? I don't know if I should go to my boyfriend's funeral, because his wife will be there. Oh. Oh, no. Whoa. What happened? What's that about? So, um, I met a guy at a bar. Um, it was kind of love at first sight, and he uh, didn't live in Baltimore. He actually lived in PA. Mm-hmm. So, he would come into town, like, maybe every other week or so, and it was, it was good. You know, I, I was so in love with him. It's, I met a couple of his friends, and then two weeks ago, he just disappeared, which, you know, at first that he went silent, so I was like, okay, well, he's in sales, so maybe it's not that big of a deal, but um, I got a little bit worried. I texted one of those friends that I met, and um, I found out that he died in a car accident. Oh, my, oh my God. God. I'm so sorry. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. Oh, wait, he's married? Yeah, what's his wife's situation? Well, yeah, I, guess I, I didn't know he was married until I, I said that I wanted to go to the funeral. I told a friend I want to go to the funeral, and he said, I don't think it's a good idea because he's married, and he has two sons. So you had, you had no idea? No idea. And how long yeah. how long have you guys been whatever you were doing, dating or whatever? Over a year. He was lying to you that whole time, so you had no clue... That he was married. Like, when you guys met that night, it was just, like, this single guy that you met in a bar. Exactly. No clue. I, I mean, nothing. But were you guys, like, boyfriend-girlfriend? Were you, like, like I that in a so rela- No, no, no. But were you, like, in a serious relationship? Well, we were casually dating, but I would see him, you know, once, twice a month. So I felt like, you know, it was... It was going to be getting serious. Yeah, I was like heading in that direction. You felt heading positive in the direction, about it. Yeah. Damn. Oh my god, so I you... cannot believe he li- I'm so sorry. That's like I. that's probably the worst way that you could have found that out. I'm sorry. Yeah, and now I just I'm just thinking like I, I want to get some closure and I I don't know, should I go or should I? Oh god, man. So he's married. Do you know? Do you know anything about the situation? Are there kids involved? Are there? How long has he been married? Do you know anything like that? Um, I know he has two sons. Yeah. God. So I don't. You know, I don't know how long. But. And the funeral is when? It's this Saturday. <sighs> okay. Mm-hmm. Phones. Let's call 410-583-1065. Do we tell her to go for it? Should she? Should she get the closure that she wants or we talk her out of it? Because, and I, I hate to use this term because I, you probably deserve better, but you were kind of just like the side chick. You were the other woman, other but woman. It, you didn't know. 
I don't think you should go because if for some reason it gets out who you are and you know the situationship that occurred between you and him I just feel like you won't even get closure I feel like you'll be having to defend yourself or could possibly end in some sort of like fight and stuff and I'm also just thinking like about his family if they didn't know I don't think the day that I don't think they need to find out on their father's funeral that he was having an affair let me see though from your perspective you're in love with this dude. Yeah. Right? You didn't get into the situation knowing he was married. Of course. I under- messed up what he did to you. I understand that you that you would want to have your own thing. I can't blame you for wanting to go. And to counter Jess's point here, just for argument's sake, I don't know how anybody would find out it was you if only... Like, how many people in this world do you think actually know about you and him? I mean, just... A couple of his friends. Okay. 410-583-1065. Do we tell Anonymous to go for it or do we talk her out of it when it comes to going to her God, cheating boyfriend's funeral? Hey, Josh from Eldersburg. Good morning. Good morning. Do we tell her to go for it or talk her out of it? Talk her out of it. It's too messy. She's oh. going to... The, the wife is grieving her husband. She now has two sons to raise by herself. And uh, I wish the girl to stop looking for Prince Charming at the bar. Okay, but well, do we, I mean, to her defense, though, she didn't, she didn't know. know. It's, it's not like she. It's not like she willingly decided to get into a relationship with a married man. So she didn't know the situation that she walked into, though. It's not. It's not good. So do do we think though? Because here's the thing. I, I I agree. Like if we knew, if I'm if I'm the the widow, and I know for a fact there's somebody out there that's been sleeping with my husband, not good. Yeah. But do we think that she would ever find out? That's the part where I'm like, how would they How would they know? Like, how would she but know? She said she's in love with him. So would she really be quiet? And what if the wife says, how do you know my husband? Or if the friends are there, what is, are they going to start talking? That's, you know, no, that's true. But her reaction, to that's you, true. It's too risky for you, you think? Yeah. I get it. She's emotionally invested. So the wife might be like, he's this woman crying like this for my husband. Okay. Mm, that's true. All right. I feel it. Thank you for calling us. Thank you. Love y'all. Bye. Love you, man. 410-583-1065. Joanne from Rockville. Good morning. Good morning. So do we tell her to go for it or do we talk her out of it? She's got to go. And why? Why why not? Why? uh, She's dated this man for how long? It, It was her friend. The wife doesn't have to know. I mean, she could go and pay her respects. She loves the man. I think it would be the right thing to do. I'm dating a man, as a matter of fact, and I know that he's married. And God forbid he should pass away. I would go to the funeral. I would feel obligated to go. I mean, I love the man. Why wouldn't she go? I don't understand why people are saying don't go. It's not like she's going to go up to the wife and go, oh, hi, I've been uh, going to bed with your husband for a year. I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Wait, hang on. You, so... You're in a you're in a similar situation to this. You know, like you, you like officially know, or you unofficially know he's married. No, I, I know he's married. I, I officially know that he is married, and that's okay with me. I mean, I, I don't want him permanently in my house anyway, so it works out fine. <laughs> okay, hey, listen, so if something were to happen, to you would go to the funeral, no questions asked. Absolutely. Now, wait. I it, respect him. In, right. in reverse, though, would you would you feel disrespected if you knew that the other woman uh, was coming to your husband's funeral? People are respectful, and she's going to be respectful, and she's going to go, and that's my opinion. Okay, so you tell okay. him to go for it. All right, that's uh, that's what we need to hear. Thank you so much for calling us. 
You're welcome. Hey, Erica from Glen Burnie. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? We're good. Do we tell her to go for it? Talk her out of it. Talk her out of it because it's going to be an uncomfortable situation, especially if the sons are there. They're going to sit there and wonder who is this woman crying so hard for our, for our dad as well. And not only that, as a wife, it's disrespectful because the wife may not know. And for me, from that standpoint, here's this woman that I just see crying for my husband. I'm going to be curious. And as a and from the other standpoint of the non knower, the the anonymous. Yeah. It's you found out he he's married. At that point, once you found out he's married, even after he passed away, the relationship is over. There should be no contact because he lied to you. Okay, I, I could see that. So uh, more of so, like this is your sign to move on because it wasn't right in the first place. Exactly. I got a question though. Do you think, Jess? Do you think that women's intuition would kick in? Yes. yes. At a funeral, yes. like if you saw crying so hard. Oh, totally. Because if anything, you're gonna look at them, and especially if she doesn't know her. She's going to be like, who are you? And if you're by yourself, like, I think that's like going to make it your even. Your husband just died. Yeah, but that's going to make it even more obvious. She's not with, you know, she's not going to be sitting with his friends. She's not going to be sitting with anybody. She's going to be by herself. So also, too, when you're at a funeral, you ask each other, like, how did you know that person? Almost as kind of comfort so you can talk about the person who passed away. And exactly. if she's going to be looking at her and be like, one, you're by yourself. And two, why are you sobbing like me? Yeah. Okay. All right. I get it. Thank you for calling us. Welcome. Have a great day. You too. 410-583-1065. Hey, Michelle and Bel Air. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Do we tell her to go for it? Talk her out of it. I say you, you you get her to go for it as long as she can not tell them like exactly how she knows them. So she can go to, in your mind, is, is there any level of disrespect here to the, that's the only thing to that goes up. in my heart. Like, yeah. is, is it a, a sign of disrespect for her if she does go to the ex-wife. Now, all, all of us imagine that we're at our, our significant other's funeral, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, you, like, would you feel so disrespected? If you found out. Yeah. Absolutely, if I found out. That's why she's got to do it incognito. So you're saying so, it's fine as long as everyone shuts their mouth. <laughs> yes, like, if you know, just be like, you know, I knew him in passing. Okay. Okay. Or, or something very vague and nothing that would entrap her or hurt anyone's feelings. Everyone in this situation deserves closure. Okay. The wife, right. the kids, and her. You're right. And there's got to be ways she can do it without anyone being hurt, but she's going to have to keep a little bit of it in. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so as long as, as, long as she can do it, as long as she can go and not be and triggered. And make kind of like a scene out of it. Absolutely. Okay. Like maybe like, you know, you know, even though when someone dies, the wife is always at the casket, but then they always get pulled away. Yeah. That's when you make your move. That's when you get up, you get your closure and you get out. Wow. You, you're, okay. you're, you're like, you're like a pro at this almost. No, but you know, you, uh, she deserves it. Yeah. She really okay. does. All right. Thank you, Michelle. Thanks for calling, Michelle. No problem. Bye. Uh, anonymous. Yes. So what are you, what are you thinking? Um, part of me just wants to go. And, yeah. I get it. You know. I get it. I don't, I don't not get it. You know what I mean? Like, I get why you'd want to go. I mean, I can't imagine. This is so tragic. Um, Are you leaning more towards that decision right now? I'm still undecided. I, 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 I might, I might just decide, you know, the morning of, 
Okay. It may honestly be, be the best decision. Be the best decision. I mean, I feel like you can you can go back and forth with this all day, and mm-hmm. I think I don't think until like the day if you're gonna know. And what honestly, you, do. you may not even know this is right until you get there. Yeah. Like you may not know how that feels unless you were to actually walk in. I mean, I don't know. This is such a bizarre situation. Well, here's what we do with this segment. If you've heard it before, is we just say, hey, listen, we obviously are super curious of what's going to happen with this. If you're cool, we would like to find out what actually happened if you actually did end up going. And we usually do an update on Mondays at about 820. Could you call us back? Because we don't want any information from you. We don't want names, numbers, anything. We just rely on you to call us back to give us the update. Are you cool with doing that on Monday either way? Yeah, I'll do that. I okay. Do that. And what we say, though, is if we don't hear back from you... We're just going to assume the worst. We have to just assume the worst. And, like, it's just, like, worst-case scenario because there's nothing else to go off of. So, if you would, please just... If we're going to commit to it, we commit to it, and we do it 8.20 on Monday, okay? Okay. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. What is up? You know what we have to chant at the top of the show today? Actually, let me get a sip of water really quick. Stir. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm wet my whistle over here a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Ew. We have one more work day until Friday. And Friday, is that really a work day? No. Like, it is, but like... No, we're supposed to be working, but are we? Mentally, no, you're done. Probably so not. We do a little chant. We'd love for you to join in. If you know it, three, two, one. One, one more sleep. sleep. 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 Yeah. Yay. That easy, man. Just like that, the week's over. Actually, this week's kind of slow. Uh, text us, 410-583-1065. We just want to talk to anybody that's in Maryland, that's awake first thing in the morning. See how you're doing. Any big news to share with us? We'd love to hear it. Jess R. and Rafi from Westminster. Good morning. Lori is here. Grace in Dundalk. Stephanie in Nottingham. Good morning. Kenny from PA. Our kindergarten ladies, Karen and Amber. Kathy in Parkville. Beautiful Beverly. Good morning. LG the Sassy Scientist is here. Jess in Aberdeen. Carol the Shuttle Driver. Good morning. Crystal, our Baltimore Pharmacy Tech. Good morning. Cheryl, Terrence, Carol in Essex. Francesca the Nurse. Johnny E. is here. Linda from Woodbine. Good morning. Lisa, Holly Pop, and Big Daddy Brad are here. Marcella in Columbia. Kenny C. in Dundalk. And WB from Glen Burnie. Happy Thursday. It's the crew. I know that there's somebody in the 6 o'clock club that's having the same issue that I am. Especially now because it's staying bright out so much longer. Like, last night, I just had it. You know what I mean? Like, a day where you're just like, I need this day to be over with. I was tired. It's I was like up late the night before. Full-on afternoon vibes at, like, 8.45 p.m. That's a problem. Yeah. What are we doing about that? How are we going? Because I'm assuming at this point, if you're up and about... You're probably going to bed somewhat earlier and possibly still while the sun is up. So I like, miss being able to be out like at that time. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, it, I don't know why, but I miss going to the grocery store like late in the evening. It's just like a different vibe. I don't know what okay. it is. All right. Maybe it reminds me of like going to the grocery store with my parents, like, you know, after they got off work sure. or something like that. Yeah. But I can't. I have to stay inside. Because for most of us, man, like we're. We're going to bed, and it's like 8, 9. I mean, it's still somewhat bright outside. Every no, night that I go to it's bed. It's totally bright outside. So what do you what do you do about it? Are you do, are you like a blackout curtain kind of person? No, or are I you, have uh, nothing. I'm just torturing myself. You just close your eyes? I'm trying to figure it out. I, got I, blackout. I don't know what to do. The thing with blackout curtains is like... Is it it's, scary? It's, a, it's like a help, but you still know what's happening outside. You can outside. still see it. It's, it's, <laughs> still, it's like you see the shadow, you know? Yeah, yeah. Now. Three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top 3 with Jess. 
Number three. Barks needs your help. The shelter is one cage away from being completely full. So in an effort to find animals a home, all adoption fees are now waived through this Sunday, July 17th. As an open admission center, Barks takes in every animal that comes. So their adoptions have slowed, but their daily intakes have increased, leaving the shelter with little resources available. So adoption fees are waived now through Sunday. They are open weekdays from 2 to 6 p.m. and on weekends from 11 to 4 p.m. I don't know if maybe this is the sign you've been waiting for. Sometimes you feel like we're just here to, to give you that nudge. You've been thinking about getting a dog. It's the middle of the summer. It's actually a great time right. to adopt a pet if you get kids. Mm-hmm. Great time to train them. They're also looking for, for foster homes as well. So if you can't adopt, at least just kind of share to your friends. Maybe they're looking to adopt a pet. Number two. Today is National Nude Day. And 700 Say nude? And, yeah, nude oh, day. Wow. And 769 people in Florida just broke a skinny dipping record this week. <laughs> they are called the Treasure Coast Naturist. Uh, organized their annual skinny dipping event at Blind Creek Beach in St. Lucie County. An attempt to break last year's record number of 431 people skinny dipping. And this year they did. The nude beach is one of three in Florida, but they did not set the world record. That was actually already done in 2018 when 2,505 women in Ireland made history for the largest skinny dip. They have a nude beach in California where Jess and I used to live. And I, I heard legends of it. You went? But I wasn't quite sure where it was. And one day I'm hiking over in Torrey Pines, just yeah. as you know, which mm-hmm. is right. In, it's like this hiking area, beach area next to where this nude beach was. Well, I didn't quite know where the nude beach was. So I'm just hiking down the beach. and <laughs> Sure, I'm down that's the what they all say. I was just hiking and I happened to be in the I area. I just happened to enter into an area where that's, no one had clothes that's on. That's what you all say. I guess in my head, I pictured nude beaches to be like the ones you see like in teenage movies that like the boys get into, which are all like hot. <laughs> like y'all, nude beaches are nothing but old people. And not even like... Now, I'm not even talking like 50s. I'm talking like 80, 90-year-old people yeah. that are just out there living their life. Yes. And with no shame, by the way. Yeah. No shame. Number one. The Johnny Depp Amber Heard situation is actually over. Maybe. After losing her defamation suit against ex-husband Johnny Depp, if you didn't know, Amber Heard's legal team filed documents with the court claiming juror fraud because one of the jurors was actually sitting in for his father who lived with him and they had the exact same name. So the guy wasn't even supposed to be there. Heard's team also claimed that the $10 million awarded to Johnny was excessive, but the judge has ruled against Amber in both cases because her team already knew of the juror issue the whole time. They just waited for a losing verdict to throw in a flag. Amber's team could still appeal, but the chances of her winning anything are very unlikely. So this should be the last time you see them in the news, but we'll see. Are you burnt out with it, though? A little bit. Yeah, I'm just kind of like, all right, whatever. Yeah. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Are we ready for Throwback Thursday? Yes. Throwback Thursday is a super simple bit that we do on the show. We literally just take a look back at number one songs in Maryland in previous years, and then I'll take you to a moment in pop culture history. Today's moment in pop culture history is extremely nostalgic. And looking back now, I cannot believe that any of our parents allowed us to do this. Mm. We will talk about it here in a moment. First, number one song in Maryland back in 2011 is Pitbull and Give Me Everything. Give me Give, give me, me everything. We still play this song. Like no, we we do still play this song, and, and it still it still works. It works. It's like I don't think I would like seek it out, but when it's on, I'm not mad about no, it. I like it. All right, this is kind of weird. Going back in history, I was like, wait, how was this ever a thing? Back in 2004, the number one song in Maryland was Fantasia, and I believe. I can see it in the 
Now, y'all got to remember where we were as a state and a country back in 2004. It's when American Idol ruled, ruled pop culture. Ruled the world. Like, if you won American Idol, you were a superstar. And that was, I feel like that was like one of the few times that we truly came together. We all cared about who we voted for. It's true. And, we, and we you may, know what? And we may have voted for somebody different, but we were all just excited to be there together. <laughs> we respect each other's <laughs> values and sides of American of Idol. What a time to be alive. Yeah. Uh, so Fantasia had uh, just won American Idol. That's why yeah. she had the number one song. I don't I yes. don't remember that song, to be honest with you. Back in 1996, Tupac had the number one song in Maryland. It's uh, How Do You Want It? Yes. One of my favorite songs to like cruise Great to. song. Again, wouldn't seek it out. Wouldn't go search Tupac, honestly. But Tupac comes on, fire. Still Always fire. Always feels good. Can you believe, okay, let's go back to a moment in pop culture history. Can you believe that our parents allowed us to watch the movie American Pie? Because it was today, or this week, back in 1999, when American Pie hit theaters here in Maryland. Mine didn't, by the way. I probably I just saw American Pie for the first time last year. All of them. I'd like to talk to you about that. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about the history of American Pie really quick. Of course, in case you don't know, it is about four teenagers when they were exploring their... Um, Sexuality. Hmm, thank you, Jessica. We'll put it out there. Um, and basically, they make a pact. They were all going to lose, lose their, their V-card before the end of the summer, right? Yeah. Now, what made this movie so unique is because no other movie in the 90s, by the way, with the exception of Can't Hardly Wait, which kind of went into teenage sexuality, American Pie was the only one that was really like hardcore, like, let's do it. Let's like, go this in is on what it. the movie about. And it was a huge hit. Yeah. It opened the door for movies like Van Wilder, Road Trip, Superbad, and of course, the American Pie franchise, which lasted five, five spinoffs yeah. from there. You know, it's funny to think back on now is the only person that's really made it and still relevant, I would say, from that movie is Eugene Levy, who is in Shit's Creek now. I mean, but they, but they will have. I mean, you can't discredit. I can't think of her name right now, but she was in How I Met Your Mother. Like, I feel like you have to remember if, if all the talk, projects that if, they've done. If we talk current day, though, if yeah. we talk like what's like pop culture right now, the only person that's still kind of relevant is the dad yeah. from American Pie. What are your thoughts on American Pie now? Because I probably watched it again a year ago as well. I think it's hilarious. I think it's still hilarious. I just I was never allowed to watch any of that kind of stuff ever. Nineteen ninety nine. I'm pretty late to everything when it comes to those kind of movies. I would have been a sophomore in high school in 1999 Mm -hmm. there is no way in hell if I had a sophomore but did your parents know you were watching that movie though (laughs) exactly I think a lot of the times whenever we're watching those movies that we shouldn't be watching our parents (laughs) don't know that we're watching them it's just crazy to think like that's what I was ingesting it was today back in 1999 when uh, it's 22 years ago when American Pie hit theaters and that's throwback Thursday we need you to call us if you still have access to your ex's passwords to things like Facebook, maybe even their bank account, Mm -hmm. maybe their Netflix, email, their their work email, anything. If you still have access to some of your ex's digital accounts, can you please call us right now? 410-583-1065. And we don't want to hear from you. Like if you're in good standings with your ex and you guys like still share an Amazon account or whatever. Okay. That's, that's lovely. Mm -hmm. But what I'm, what I am questioning today is, is this stat true? After bad breakups, about 28% of people in Maryland say they can still log into their ex's accounts for certain things. That's if they like, wanted to, if, meaning behind their ex's you, back. Yeah, like you still, yeah. you still have a password that you know that you could use to log into things like Facebook, Netflix, email, Twitter, Spotify, PayPal. 
Google accounts, personal emails, 28% of people in the state of Maryland said they still have access to their significant other's bank accounts. And I just don't know that I believe this. If there's a bad breakup, let me tell you, my wife cheated on me and we separated. The first thing I did was go through and change every password that I had. Mm-hmm. Like, wouldn't you? Like, when you and your ex broke up, well, didn't, didn't you think, think to, like, go through? Because we were talking about this earlier and something I brought up to you because there were so many things that you had to go through with the divorce and, like, you know, like a list of stuff that you guys had to separate. And, and kind of, you know what I'm saying? the first night she left. But I, well, I'm just saying, I feel like when it when it's that kind of process, those things may be more top of mind, whereas in my situation... It wasn't. I was more focused on like moving out and getting my things out. And I was like so emotionally involved that I did not think about like digital digital accounts were not the first thing on my mind, which kind of freaked me out because I feel like he probably had access to my things longer than I wanted him to. Um, mm -hmm. And you know, he's looking. How could he not? That's what I'm saying. Like 28% of y'all apparently can still log into your ex's bank account if you wanted to. If you still have access to it, ex's digital stuff. And you guys, it was like a bad breakup. 410-583-1065. Hello, Allie from Middle River. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? We're good. How long have you and your ex been split at this point? So we broke up in 2015, so I guess like coming up on seven years. Seven years. Wow. What <laughs> access do you still have when it comes to their passwords? So, I mean, technically, I could probably still log into almost everything. He uses the same passwords for everything. And he hasn't oh. changed it? <laughs> Did you test this out so you know that the same passwords are, like, still there? I mean, when I had to reset my passwords, they're on his email because I used his email for it back when we were together. And okay. I still, still work. So when's the last time you actually checked it? Um, within the last month. I mean, I had to change my password. I don't really want to be up in his business and Facebook and all that. But. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so can, would be can you so tell curious. us everything that you can technically log into if you wanted to? Um, Facebook is Instagram and Snapchat. Oh wow. my God. <laughs> I, I literally have his wife if I wanted it. I just don't want it. <laughs> you think this dummy would change it, right? You feel like after, especially this long, the, it, no matter what, so, huge identity it's, it's, issue. If you haven't changed yeah. your password in seven years, it's well, a big problem. Yeah, it's true. Wow. Okay. I mean, he did change it once, but all he did was add an exclamation point. So oh. I just figured wait, it out. Wait, so you, wait, so, so you, you just said, you just went in and put an exclamation point and that was it. Yeah. Damn. Look at this. Okay. Great story. Thank you for calling us. Yeah. No problem. Have a good day. You too. 410-583-1065. We're going to talk to Olivia from Columbia. Hi, Olivia. Hi. How long have you and your ex been broken up for? Um. So it's kind of a tough situation. We broke up about a month ago and we're still sharing an apartment. He's still living there. So I haven't had a chance to really like change all of my passwords and get rid of his. Yeah. Are you going through? Are you going through his stuff though? Going through his stuff? Yeah. We're we're constantly going through each other's stuff right now and seeing who's is who's. Just no, but I mean, like, I mean, like, you still have access to his like his digital accounts. Like, his... what do you have access to right now? So far, um, a Google account, um, some streaming services, HBMO. Um, and, like, Hulu and all that, you know? Are you going through his, like, social media? No. But do you have I've access to really... it, though? Yeah, I always had access, but I never felt the need that I had to. Oh, man. Does he know that you still have access to one of his social media accounts? Um, I'm pretty sure he does know. I don't think he really cares, because in the time of the relationship, he didn't really think we needed each other's passwords, but we gave them to each other because... 
you know, at the time we were like, oh yeah, what's your password? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like he probably forgot. I do too. And I would be going through, I, by the way, if I had my ex's passwords, especially after a month, <laughs> mm -mm. I'd be going through it all the time. 410-583-1065. Do you still have access to one of your ex's digital accounts somewhere? We're talking like a bank account, Facebook, Instagram, Netflix, something like that. Hey, Brittany in Baltimore, good morning. Good morning. How long have you and your ex been broken up? Uh, two years. Which one of their accounts can you still access? All of them. He still uses the same email and password <laughs> for everything. This is a trend where we are learning, <laughs> I guess. Give us, give us some examples of things you can still log into. Um, like, it's wild. Emails, data apps, Facebook. Does he know? <laughs> does he know that you have his passwords? He does now. Wait, he didn't know this before? Brandon, did you know I had the password? Oh. No, he didn't. Wait, wait, are you guys hanging out right now? Wait, wait. No, no he's on uh, FaceTime. You you have well, you have your ex on FaceTime right now, and you heard this topic, and you said, I must call and tell him, tell them that I have your password. Yeah. Okay, all right. Do I don't know what is happening right now. Uh, I don't want anything that you're going to say to incriminate you. But, um, uh, wow, okay. Thank well, thank both of you, by the way. Thank you. For calling our show. We appreciate it. Bye, guys. Now. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Three. Wallet Hub has come out with another list, a list of the best and worst places to rent in America. And one city in Maryland has made that list. They compared over 180 rental markets on 22 key measures of rental market and affordability, quality of life, uh, uh, cost of living, job availability, and more. With all of that in mind, the site has named Columbia as the best city to rent in the country. <laughs> Columbia got a score of 60.04 out of 100. And on the flip side, Detroit, Michigan is the worst place to rent in the U.S. And if you are new to the show, we have a running joke because for some reason, Columbia always finds their way on these wallet hub lists to the point where we think that there may be a scam. Like the flattering side, too. And it doesn't matter what the list is. This is why we just laugh. Because like when I saw the list come out this morning from Wallet Hub, I was like, let me guess. Who Number is it? Who one, is it? Columbia. Yeah. Like, come on. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Been in Columbia. No, it's nice. We love, like, it. we love it there. But it'd be nice if some of us else got some shine. Can, can, like, can some other... Can, where, where's Towson? Where's can, the can Eastern Shore? Where it's at? gorgeous With out there. Somebody. Number two. Checking out a potential partner's past before actually meeting them in real life is about to get a little easier. Match Group is expanding Tinder's free background checks to two other dating apps, Match, formerly known as Match.com, and Stir, a dating site for single parents, will now be getting the service, so people will be able to use the background check to see if the person they're chatting with or plan to meet up with has a history of violent and harmful behavior. And when users are talking to someone about meeting up, a box will pop up if you'd like to use the option. Similar to Tinder's payment structure, regular users will be able to run two background checks for free, and then after that, you will have to pay for additional ones. It's cool. I mean, people are going to do it either way, so it's might as well make money off of it, right? Well, I mean, yeah, I didn't know that there was an option to do background checks on people on dating apps. 
I didn't know there was either. Um, do you have you ever? Would, I, would no, you do I, it? I, I might Google somebody, but I wouldn't pay for it. I think that's probably no. More. But if you had it for free, would you run it? Probably, yeah. Why would you not? Right? You were just sitting there. I honestly, though, I think I'm gonna stop dating okay. for a minute. I, I I can't. All right. I don't think I can handle one more dating app. Okay. I, not not one more swipe. I'm just... Maybe... Okay. I'm tired. All right. I'm tired. Number one. Britney Spears has said that during her conservatorship, she was not allowed to drive. So I think we got to cut her some slack for possibly forgetting to fill up before going for a drive, okay? The singer had to be rescued by police this week after her car ran out of gas on a Los Angeles freeway. Law enforcement were called to the scene of her car blocking a lane of traffic at 10 p.m. And when they arrived, Brittany was in the back seat of a passerby's vehicle and she told police that her car just ran out of gas. Luckily, her car was moved to safety. She was okay and she just had to wait for her husband to pick her up. Hmm. I mean, it's just so Britney. I know. I'm not mad at I'm not even embarrassed. I'm like, yep. I was like, yep. girl. It's, it's what she does best. I'm on the side of the freeway, though, at nighttime. Have you run out of gas before? You seem like the t- I've never... I, well, seem like, I seem like what? You seem like the type of person that would run out of gas. Really? Yeah. Interesting. You, you strike me as the human That's being. a funny that assumption would. that you made. Have you ever run out of gas? What do say about people who assume? <laughs> The answer is no, I haven't, really haven't, because I have a rule that I never let my gas tank go past the halfway mark because I don't want to run out of gas, because my mom and I almost ran out of gas, and it was the most terrifying experience of my life. It's very mature of you. So, thanks for assuming. You're welcome. If you weren't here, I was telling the story that I went to go see Mean Girls the Musical, and I invited this girl that I've been... Like dating, hanging I mean, out with, hanging out. We, I mean, it wasn't anything official, but yeah, we were hanging out. Yeah, for like a month though, mm-hmm. nothing short. I mean, it was a month, and it seemed like things were were well. We probably hung out at least once a week for the last four weeks, and we made plans to go see Mean Girls the musical over at the Hippodrome. And day of, she didn't respond to my text, which I thought was kind of weird. And then she just didn't show up, even though we had exact plans. Seven forty-five, we're going to yeah. meet at the corner. Like perfect. First time she did this too. Called her. Twice, didn't answer. And so yesterday I come on the radio and I'm like, y'all, what? Like, what am I missing here? Like, what went wrong? So I, by the end of yesterday, I show, we kind of decided it's probably best for me to reach out one more time with the storms that came through. Just to make sure everything was like, okay, safety wise. Just to check in. So that was going to be the plan was after I got everything settled from work, I was going to just check in, make sure everything was good. Well, before I got a chance to, Mm -hmm. literally, I looked down. My phone buzz. I looked down. I was shocked. I was like, oh, my God. She reached out. So this is at 1.12 yesterday afternoon. She said, hey, so I heard you on the air today talking about last night. Just so you know, I was not being shady. I feel like you were the one being shady. That's why she didn't respond to you? She goes, that's why, uh, that's why I decided to use self-preservation and end things. Well, I should have let you know that I didn't want to continue this. I feel like your actions would have made this obvious. What do you mean? I literally have no idea. There's two parts of that text where I'm like, number one, shady. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, also, what about also, this story which is seems- fine. Also, which is fine, whatever, but at least let somebody know that you don't want to go. Like, you, whatever reason you have is, like, your prerogative. But I do think she could have just been like, I'm not going to make it tonight, though. But is anything about that scene, like... That story seems shady to you? Well, I, I'm not sure if something happened or she saw something happen or heard something happen. And that's where the shady comment is coming from. She said, I feel like your actions would have made this obvious. My actions? Mm-hmm. The only thing that I can think of 
And I actually got like a if, if any kind of criticism that I got yesterday. I was kind of surprised. A lot of people were like, "You kind of sounded like a jerk." Oh, when you wouldn't tell her or yeah. give her suggestions on what to wear. That is true. We got I saw a few comments about that too. So she had asked what to wear to a musical, and I said, "I said like low key fancy because I don't I don't know I don't know like I don't know women's clothes that well, but it's like not casual and it's not fancy. It's just like low key fancy, like biz, not really business. I don't know. I don't know what to tell her. You know how texting is. Sometimes even though you probably meant that casually, she could have been she could have taken that as you being kind of like I don't know mean. So I sent her a meme back, and it said. And may the odds be forever in your favor when she was, asked what that means. It was the Hunger Game memes I that thought, has a lot of listeners saying you're being mean about that. Is Was that mean? I like, did, like, I was didn't that shady? So. I did not think so until multiple people pointed that out on social media saying that was the wrong thing to say. So I think it depends on somebody's humor. And you've only hung out with her literally four times. And so I don't know if you've picked up on what she finds funny and what she doesn't. So maybe she didn't find that funny. I didn't respond because I feel like I've got two options here. <laughs> One's... They're both immature, I can admit. Number one, I can just never respond ever again, right? Like, it is what it is. I don't want to continue things with her because the communication process here is so bad, it doesn't matter. There's nothing she can say or do to make me feel better at this point, right? Hear me out. <laughs> Would it be tacky? Yes. <laughs> Whenever you have an idea that starts out like that, it's because totally tacky. my radio brain kicks in. Mm -hmm. And like, y'all, I'm as clueless as you are. When she says I'm the one being shady... Yeah, I'm as I'm as like invested in this as you are. Because like, you think she's being. Both of you guys are mad at each other, and no one knows why. Would it be tacky if I was like, okay, let's let me. I want to apologize for anything shady that I did. How about come on the radio show and I'll do it on air. In my radio brain is like that would be fantastic radio, right? Somebody's gonna call me out. I don't. I honest to God have no idea what I could have done to have been shady in her mind. I don't know. If you want to, is it tacky? Yes. But am I here for it? Sure. Like, I don't want to continue this. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, yeah, you're like, like, might as well find out why. Might as well burn this thing all the way down. <laughs> if you want to, it's up to you. I might ask her. I mean, you could ask her and we'll see. I mean, I don't know. I, I, she could always say no. But what you have to be prepared for is if you want to bring her in here, you I can't turn around and act like a baby if she says something you don't like. What? And I'm not going to. So you need to be prepared to take the heat if you want to dish it out. I'll be completely vulnerable. Whatever she says, I will let her say it. Because yeah. being shady. It has to be fair. I don't know what I could have done to be classified as shady. I will text her because I don't care. And ask I don't her. care. Yeah. I'll text her and ask her. And if she'll come on, then we'll get her on. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com.